Hey everyone, it's been said that every quilt tells a story and it's so true. But I also believe every quilter has a story to tell. I wanted to hear about the people behind these wonderful quilts and thought you'd enjoy hearing about their lives also. Welcome to A Quilter's Life. Do you have a quilt shop you just love? Joyce Sims is so thrilled with her local quilt shop that instead of having me post pictures of her quilts, she is having me post a link to Bolts and Quarters Quilt Shop. I appreciate you allowing me to interview you today. I'd like to start out with your background. So where were you born and raised? Uh, I was actually born in Calhoun County, Nycup, West Virginia. But then my parents moved to Worth County, West Virginia, and I lived all of my up through high school in Worth County. Went to Worth County High School. Then I met my husband. He's also Worth Countyan, and we moved to Vienna, and now we live at Rockport, West Virginia. Okay. Which is in Wood County. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Do you have a special memory of when you were a little girl? Oh, no, it just seemed to be a happy childhood. Everything was, um, you know, we may not have been the richest people in the world, but we were happy. We didn't know we didn't have everything. (laughs) (laughs) My mother was a quilter, and she taught me how to quilt. And When we were little, she would quilt in the long quilting frames by hand, and we would get underneath her quilting frames, and she said, now, if you bump my frames and make me stick my fingers I'm going to knock you on the head with my symbol <laughs> so I suppose that would be one of my happy memories would be sitting underneath her quilt and frame playing with material <laughs> have fun mm-hmm. are there other crafts you do besides quilting uh, well not I don't do them now but I used to do embroidery and cruel and just about any needle craft and I used to uh, help make clothes for people in, you know, sewing clothes for them and so forth. But now with my eyes and everything else that's going on, it's just sewing quilting. Yeah. I do uh, lap size quilts and baby quilts. And I belong to a group called Quilts for Kids. And all the quilts that we make and stuff, we donate to the different welfare programs and different uh, children that need a quilt, you know, or we call it hugs. <laughs> hugs nice. Quilt. Yeah. That's so neat. So who introduced you to quilting? Was it your mother? Yes. Yes. My mother, and she's she's always been a... Uh, well, she's deceased now, but she was always a homemaker, and she had lots of interest besides, you know, the quilting. She was a hunter, did lots of gardening, of course. She had eight kids, so, you know, we did a lot of gardening. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we lived out in the country. We didn't live in the city, so. And mm-hmm. we got we did hunting and fishing and stuff like that, so. That quilting was one of her main interests, and she passed that on to we girls. I have yeah. three three sisters. 
Now, you probably don't remember a time when there weren't quilts around, huh? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> of course, with a family of eight, you needed all the quilts you could get. <laughs> yeah. So, and, of course, our house, we had an upstairs, and that's where most of the kids slept. And, of course, the only heat we had was when the stovepipe went up through the ceiling. <laughs> so in the wintertime, we had plenty of quilts on. Oh, boy. Do you have a favorite quilt that you have made? Uh, not really. I'm more into what we call scrappy quilts. It's a little hard for my mind to wrap around cutting up two or three yards of material and then sewing it back together. <laughs> so I'm... I'm more into the scrappy quilts. Anybody that has any leftover pieces, I get them, and then I put them together. So that's more or less just scrappy. So recently so, I've been doing card tricks, the quilt uh-huh. uh, pattern card tricks. So I vary. There's lots of them. When I was growing up, I hand-pieced a, like a two-inch flower garden. Now, let me tell you, now I don't go below a two and a half inch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my whole family, or my sisters, they're all into quilting. And one of my sisters just recently, well, the first of this year, bought a long arm. No, I'm sorry, it was last year. She bought a long arm quilting machine. So now we get to actually quilt our quilt tops. Oh, wow. You mentioned getting scraps from other people. Do you have fun putting the different colors together to make Uh, your block? More or less. One of my sisters, she's she's not OCD, but she has to think about putting colors together. (laughs) Me, I lay it down, and I say, that'll work, and I go with it. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't really give it much thought because when you get scrappy, you kind of just got to throw them together. Yeah. But they turn out pretty. Mm-hmm. And when they go to kids, kids, they play like I Spy and stuff with them. So, yeah. They enjoy them. Do you have a favorite tool? The tools have changed over the years. Yeah, it's my rotary cutter and mat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I used to, when we were growing up, of course, we'd use cardboard patterns and trace around them and then cut them out. And, of course, you lose the sizes after a while. Yeah. And so now I I like the rotary cutter and the rulers and the mat. Yeah. I use a six and a half inch square almost entirely because most scrappies are small, you know, the pieces mm-hmm. are small. So anything bigger than a six and a half I I cut it down. Yeah. So I would say my favorite would be a six and a half inch, and it's a creative grid brand. Yeah. I find that's the easiest to use. And then I use a 45 millimeter rotary cutter and a one of the green mats. I can't pronounce the name of them, but it's the green mat. Yeah. Is there a particular part of the process you like, or do you like the whole process? Finished is the best process. <laughs> Uh, No, I kind of enjoy them all. I iron them, cut them, sew them, and give them away. (laughs) Yeah. Normally, I 
I will cut out three or four different quilt pops and put them in Ziploc bags, individual bags, and I'll cut, you know, maybe four or five of those, and then I'll sew them together, and then they're Mm -hmm. ready to be quilted, and then I'll go back to cutting again. Okay. Do you have a worst quilting experience to share with me? Well, I guess probably I don't have a specific one. Probably the one closest would be I also get orphan blocks in Mm -hmm. with donations, and sometimes I really get some weird orphan blocks, and it's like, I wonder what pattern they were trying to make with this. (laughs) (laughs) So that probably would be it. Most of the time when I get something like that, it goes out the door. Okay. I don't rack my brain in trying to figure out some way to use it. Yeah. I've got too many other pretty ones to make, so. Uh-huh. And I'm the old traditional type quilt tops. I don't care much for these modern contemporaries. So. Yeah. Why do you make quilts or who do you make them for? Well, most of the time, all of my quilts go to Quilts for Kids. Now, I have a sister that's uh, very, uh, she likes some of the quilts, and I give them to her because she ends up giving them to people that need quilts too. So they end up going to, you know, people that need them, charitable organizations and stuff like that. So I would say most of my quilts go to Quilts for Kids. That is so needed. Two children, that's. I call them in the programs, the different Mm -hmm. programs we donate, we have here in Wood County, uh, and it's probably nationwide, I don't know, but um, Birth to Three, Right from the Start, Gabriel Project, which is like an orphanage type thing, and, you know, just whoever needs them. Now, we started out with a national group called Linus. You can look that up on the net. Mm -hmm. We were with them for about four or five years, and it was the same thing. We Mm -hmm. donated them to all the children, but they started requiring the different groups to have like a membership fee, and we are retired ladies, and all of our stuff comes in as donations, so we really don't, we don't put you know, our time and effort is what we donate, not right. money. So. Yeah. So we dropped them and went with Quilts for Kids, which it's an it's an organization, and I think it, you can look it up on the net, but it's an individual grouping too. They have some restrictions on the type of quilts and stuff that you make, but most of it is free choice. And right. I know the quilts that we make, we don't use wool. We don't use polyester. It's mainly cotton or a cotton blend. Yeah. So with your experience in quilting, what's a tip that you might give to someone? Mm. Do it for fun. I've had I've talked with people that they get up tight, oh I gotta get this finished, I gotta get this finished. Well that's no fun. Do it for enjoyment, you know. Mm-hmm. And I do enjoy doing it. So my tip would be, if you don't like to do it, don't do it. <laughs> well, that's all the questions I have. Is there anything else you would like to share with me? 
just I want to give a shout out to Bolts and Quarters. That's Bolts and Quarters, like bolts of fabric and fat quarters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's a quilt shop. Of course, right now with this coronavirus thing, they're shut down. But they're down here around Lubeck, and they have a Facebook page and a website that they allow uh, quilts for kids to meet once a month in their shop. They have a little, what they call a social room. So we meet there. They accumulate donations. People can drop off donations there, and they'll give them to us. But we do a show and tell every first Friday of the month. And Bolts and Quarters also is, uh, I belong to a senior sewing group, and they meet every Tuesday. Of course, not right now with the coronavirus going on. But Bolts and Quarters allows us to come in there every Tuesday. They store our machines, all of the material that's donated to seniors, all of our finished products, and everything like that. And then they also do what they call a Sunday social, like S-E-W social. Okay. And and that's like a charity group people do for Habitat for Humanity. They make stuff for the Humane Society. Anybody that's in need of something that can be sewed. And ladies or men come in and just enjoy fellowship and sewing on something. So I want to give a shout-out to Bolton Quarters for allowing people to do that. <laughs> you know, if anyone wants to donate, we especially need batting. That seems to be the one thing that people, of course, if you don't finish your quilt, you don't have batting. But, yeah. uh, so if anybody wants to donate anything when and Quarters opens up, we'll be glad to take it. That's great. I didn't know about all those events. Yeah. Well, they sell fabric. They also sell quilting machines, sewing machines. They give classes and everything like that. So, And it's a beautiful place down there. It is. It is. I got to visit it. And there is a link on my website to Bolts and Quarters. Good. Anytime I can give them a shout-out, I'm going to. (laughs) (laughs) Because they they do a lot of work, a lot of charity work and stuff. So that's great. And I want to make sure that they can stay in business. You know, quilting and sewing is not an art that a lot of people are interested in. Mm -hmm. So anytime I can include somebody in it, I'll try to do that. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing with me. Okay, you're quite welcome. this episode of A Quilter's Life, you can find more stories on aquilterslife.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts so each episode will be downloaded automatically. Thanks for listening.